Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Exodus 1.12 But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. And they were grieved because of the children of Israel. Praise the Lord. We are talking about the Covenant Headman Part 2. Please take your seat. The last time we met, we spoke about who a covenant headman is, what his realities are, and uh, the voice of the covenant. Then we spoke about what people should do, what covenant headmen should do. I remember clearly that we said that a covenant headman is somebody God anoints, appoints, ordains, chooses and sent ahead of a generation. That generation may be born or unborn, but you are given that divine mandate to go ahead and save a generation from moments of adversity. That means that the destinies of many generations will hinge on your shoulders or on your own success. Today I was reading a scripture in Genesis 48, the very last verse, and uh, it struck me what the verse said. He said, Jacob was speaking to Joseph and he said, moreover, I have given to thee one portion above thy brethren, which I took out of the hand of the Amorite with my sword and with my bow. And if you check the word portion there, it's interpreted shoulder. It's interpreted what? Shoulder. That means that that one portion he said he had given him meant he was given a shoulder above his brethren. And that simply means that by the blessing his father conferred upon him, Joseph had been given a platform of advantage to stand on and be higher than all his brethren. That one is called spiritual inheritance. It's called what? So the covenant headsman is somebody who has been given an upper hand. I've been given a shoulder to rise. You know, you stand on the shoulders of giant and you become taller. You make more impact in your generation. So the covenant headman is someone that God has chosen. So you see that in a family, God will just pick one person. No family is disadvantaged. Because God will always pick somebody. It is when that person fails that every other person's opportunities get jeopardized. And so, Christians in the world, we have been, you know, when the Bible talks about the ecclesia, we have been selected amongst the Lord. You know, look at what the Bible told Moses. He said that, and I will call a prophet from amongst you. So, all the time, 
God likes to choose someone or a people, just a sample out of the population, and sends them ahead, positions them, anoints them, and causes that anointing to begin to have an impact or influence positively on the rest of the people. If you are here, say, I am here. So you and I are the covenant head men. Because God said, I sent a man ahead. So we have been sent ahead. We are even being here and listening to this message. You are being given an advantage of knowing something. That God wants you to know. That people who are not where God wants them to be. Will not have the opportunity to know. And so you are a covenant head man. Tell somebody you are a covenant headman. And in that service, we learned a lot of things. We learned that no matter how blessed you are, you have to be thinking like a dying man. Because one day, one day, Joseph will die, right? <laughs> and uh, we said that that kind of thinking is important so that you will be purpose-driven. You will be assignment-driven. You know that time is not on your side. Today, I was talking to a sister and I said, I am 40. You are not 40 yet. But I have more years of working than you do. Why? Because you are not married. And uh, you have not started raising children yet. So when you get married and you start raising children, it will even be a, a kind of a slowing down for you, being a, a lady. You know, so whereas I will have like 20 more years to work effectively, all this marriage plus children, they are going to take some some years and hours from you <laughs> and uh, whether you like it or not that's what's going to happen and so god should help you to use five seven years to do what i would take 20 years to do and i believe there is grace for that amen. that amen is not strong at all amen. so we learned that a covenant headman is someone who is anointed but also has responsibilities now we studied this from the case of joseph and in Exodus chapter 1, we are learning that a pharaoh came who didn't know Joseph or refused to recognize Joseph. And Joseph, the people he left in Egypt, came under great adversity. Verse 12 says that, but the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. So, question is, how is it that these people grew in the face of affliction? How is it that they multiplied in the face of tribulation? The only reason why something was trying to kill them and instead of dying, they were getting better. They were increasing. They were becoming many was because there was a blessing upon them. Because the Lord had blessed them. A covenant was speaking for them. A covenant that was given to Abraham that I will give a particular land to your, your seed or your descendant. So God will not allow them to be extinguished. God will not allow them to be wiped out. And so when the enemy was trying to wipe them out, God was busily multiplying them. So they kill one and God makes them to give birth to twins and quadruplets. And they were becoming more powerful in the land. Are you here at all? Yes, sir. You see, all the time, the blessings upon the covenant person is what makes the difference. The blessing. 
The blessing that in Ephesians 1, 3, Bible said that we have been given blessings, all spiritual blessings in heavenly places, talking about our adoption, the fact that we are being chosen by God, talking about many other things. We have been accepted in the brethren. Are you here? That we have been blessed, that we are a royal priesthood, we have been chosen, and that Christ became poor so that we through his poverty may have abundance. That the fact that God, a divine being, became man. That reduction is called poverty. God becoming man. It's called what? Poverty. And that he became poor by he, God, becoming man so that we would take his place divinely. So that we have begun to have advantage. The richest things that our natural background and genealogy will not be able to give us, our redemption is able to give us. So the blessing upon them had empowered them so much so that when they were physically trying to break them down, they were exploding. And you can see clearly all over the world that Hitler tried to kill all the Jews and they have taken over the whole world. Taken over industry, science. Just think about it. They are in charge. So you see that when a blessing is upon a covenant person, that person's dynamics are quite different. So we'll go to school, we'll sit in the same classroom, and uh, sometimes we even sit in the same church, and depending on how you activate or manage your covenant relationship with the Lord, you will see that one star will differ from, differ from another star. And the blessing of one person is not the reason why you don't have what you are supposed to have. It's all about managing your covenant relationship with God. So, they multiplied. And in verse number 7, I like what I see there. The Bible said, And the children of Israel, when Joseph died, and the children of Israel were fruitful. They were what? They were fruitful. And increased abundantly. And multiplied. And waxed exceeding mighty. And the land was filled with them. That shall become our story as keepers house. So who are those children of Israel the Bible is trying to refer to? They are the covenant children. And these are people who were in Egypt on the ticket of Joseph. His brothers had come in with their own children and uh, his own children. And they, are now, they had now come to be known as the children of Israel. Especially from the 12 tribes of Israel. Very important. And these strangers in the foreign land, like you and I are sojourners here on earth. This is not our home. The Bible said that they were not the natives, but they were fruitful. They were what? They were fruitful. The migrant, the strangers, they were fruitful. There is nothing in this life that prevents you and I from becoming fruitful. You being a child of God, being born again. The same way the children of Israel were strangers in Egypt. That's how we are strangers here on earth. And they being strangers in Egypt did not limit them. Hinder them from being fruitful. Why? Because the fruitfulness had been wired into them. So you and I being here on earth in the realm of corruption, systemic failure and all of that. 
all of that still do not hinder us from becoming fruitful. Why? Because there is no design for the child of God to be unfruitful. No, unfruitfulness is not permitted in the covenant. None shall be buried. He said, be fruitful and multiply. Are you, talk, are you here at all? He says, that, he says that, I am the vine, you are the branches. The fruit will be born on the, on, the, on the branches. So, there is no unfruitfulness allowed in the covenant. In every ramification, you have to be fruitful. Spiritually fruitful. Mentally fruitful. Physically fruitful. Materially fruitful. You have to be fruitful academically, maritally, financially, in, in your friendship, socially. You must be fruitful. Not only were they fruitful, the Bible says that, and they increased abundantly. So, some people can be fruitful, but they don't increase. But if you know the nature of God, his name is called El Shaddai. Okay? He said, I am more than enough. Yes, the God of all sufficiency. All sufficiency means that you are fruitful and you are progressive. They were fruitful and they increased. Say, I, I am fruitful and I am increasing. By the way, on Sunday, I'm going to announce our theme for 2023. Because we always do it in October. Say, I am fruitful and I am increasing. So, they... They, they were fruitful and increased abundantly. The Bible says that Abraham increased in his animals, his business, even the servants that were under him. So he was having numbers. He was having what? Numbers. numbers. Numbers abundantly. And he multiplied. You see, when increase meets multiplication, in mathematics it's possible. It's possible in mathematics. You know, if you don't understand mathematics, it will become wunya. You will think that they are the same. But they are not the same. Because in mathematics, increase can assume at least you know, two mathematical models. One, increase can assume an addition. Yes, and increase can also assume what? Multiplication. There is arithmetic progression and there is geometric what? Progression. You see that they are not different. They are different levels. So, if if it takes revelation to know, you see, you can have in economics. Eh, there is something called not just even in economics. Something called the law of diminishing returns. That. Somebody can be increasing either at a decreasing rate. Yes. That is, can I explain to you? As a, from zero, the person, you see that the person will be increasing like four. Then he goes to nine. You see the gap is five. Then the person will go to like 17. Uh-huh. Then will hit like, maybe from 17 will hit like 30. So you see that that's a 13-point gap. Then the person will increase again to 40. But you see that between 30 and 40 is 10. So it's, it's still increasing, but it's at what? A decreasing rate. Yes. Then you see that from that 40, it will go to maybe 48 or 45. It's still increasing, but it's decreasing. 
It's in a decreasing rate. The increasing, the, the margins are getting smaller. And so when it is like that, with time, you see that you come to zero. The, and the zero is not like zero, but it's like you have increased and you have become stagnant. Yeah, so you plateau, that's the word. So you see that your line will be a particular curve. You know, that it doesn't have proper wave. Then there's another way you'll be increasing. You see that it's geometric. Yeah. You see that it, it is two squared. Then you see that then you see that the exponent will be increasing. You see that by the time you know that one is faster. To the power. You see, the power is in that <laughs> exponent there. It's God talking to somebody here. So he said that they increased and they multiplied. It was not an addition. It was multiplication. That's why the new Pharaoh was claiming that he didn't know Joseph. That's why the new Pharaoh decided that let me bend there because he couldn't understand how the strangers were becoming more than the natives. It's a new pharaoh. You see, there is something God has already planted in you. That will make your greatness become a mystery to the powers of this world. You need to believe it by faith. Because it is already in you. I mean, if Jesus was here, there is no way his life would be like us. Yeah, it will be way, way, way better than we are now. And the reason why we have not risen to that level is, uh, first of all, we don't believe that we and Jesus, we can be operating at the same level. We don't believe it. In fact, he was even generous to us that because he's not here, we would do greater works if we believe. I see you not just increasing. I see you multiplying with the increase. That amen should be stronger than it is now. So this, this, this is what happened to Joseph. And the Bible says that. And he was exceeding mighty. He did not only become progressively progressive. But he became also powerful on top. Yeah. He became influential. He was exceeding might, mighty spiritual power. Yeah, so he didn't only have money. The money was able to cut through some powerful things for, for him. You know, there are some dimensions, only resources anointed can, can, can assess and can enter. Are you here? Yes, sir. Yeah. It's not every anointing that can assess every corridor. But there are certain anointings. <laughs> That have been empowered, mightily empowered, mightily helped. Bible says he waxed exceeding mighty. He waxed. That was he became very numerous. Everywhere, such that the Bible describes that the land was filled with them. It should be that kind that you turn everywhere you see keeper's house. It should be that you turn everywhere and then we see your signature somewhere in some corner. Are you here at all? Yes, your signature somewhere in the corner. You turn everywhere, we see your franchise. 
Then everywhere, they are importing your product and franchising it in Germany, in America, in Ghana. You are franchising things here and you, you are not running away. You are the person God is using. Exceedingly numerous. Your children are doing well. Your siblings are doing well. Family members are doing well because of your shoulder. Are you here at all? Receive that anointing on your head. On your shoulder. People are going to do well. You see, when, the way God multiplies us is that he multiplies us in people. In what? The Bible said the honor of a king is in what? Multitudes. So any man who is blessed, one of the signs that the person is blessed is that he has people. Not just small people. Plenty of people you have made impact in their lives. There should be that time where you sit there and you are giving um, startup capital. You are doing incubation for, for university leavers, secondary school leavers, and you are just doing incubation across the continent. Yeah. Some in agri, some in IT, some in fintech, some in all kinds of things. Do you understand what I'm talking about? One person. And you know that by the anointing your God has put on you, the reserve will never run dry. Because you're a covenant head man. Send for your generation. I see you becoming that person in Jesus' name. I see your fortunes becoming that in the name of Jesus. So this is a kind of spiritual composition that Joseph had. And in having this, we learned that he found himself in those realities that we shared. And uh, today too, I'm going to tell you that no matter what it is, God has a plan and that plan is beyond you. Amen. That plan is what? Now, the reason why the covenant headman has a blessing is because money fails and economies crumble. Money what? Fails and economies what? Crumble. So you see that what God did for the children of Israel, it was beyond material wealth. It was a combination of the spiritual and the physical. And the reason why God put that spiritual empowerment upon them was because God knew that from time to time, money has a tendency of failing. And economies have tendencies of what? Crumbling. This whole generation is almost becoming despondent because they believe that somebody whom God has put there with grace to lead them somewhere you know, is possibly falling short of what their expectations are. And I am praying that, yes, you also will not create that, that kind of hopelessness, gloom, and despondency in your family for becoming born again, for seeing the light that others did not see, for having the opportunity to have a shoulder God has put you on. To give you an advantage so that you will become an open door to accommodate many people into their final destination. Are you here? That's why you are a covenant head man. God has made you an arrowhead so that 
you'll be able to do it. And he's put a blessing on you. And the blessing is there because God believes that from time to time, money fails and economies what crumble. So in Genesis 47 verse 15, Genesis 47 verse 15, I'll show you something. The Bible says, and when money failed in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan, all the Egyptians came unto Joseph and said, give us bread for why should we die in thy presence? For the money would fail it. Remember that, please, the money did not only fail in Egypt. It failed also in Canaan. And everywhere else, money failed. So, the whole world can have money failing. And when money fails, what should be the mentality of the covenant headman? That's a preaching. And of course, you bear with me that in our time, we are almost at a point where the value of money as we know is not the same. Or is the same for you? Some few months ago, if you had 200 pounds, it was still, still chicken change. But today, 200 pounds is somebody's whole salary. Or two months salary. And you know, Nothing has happened to the pound. The pound is suffering its own depreciation. But something is depreciating more than the pound. And the dollar. <laughs> yes. So, you can see clearly that money fails. When money fails, that means that there are things that money used to bring glory on that will no longer have glory because of money. There are things that money could buy or bring you that will not become necessary again and you will need another mode of exchange to become a valuable covenant headman. And in our time, we are seeing that the basket full of good that particular amount used to purchase six months ago is no more, that basket has become empty. Money is failing. Are you here? I, I don't believe that money will fail totally. But when money is failing, an economy also begins to crumble. And so you see that there is something called recovery. The recovery would take some time. It's like if you have gone to higher education before, you find that there's something called CGPA. Cumulative Great point, right? Paulus. You see that when you have a C, it just takes you down. Yeah, even though it's not fail, but you see that I'm ordained a kofo. It takes you down, down, down. It's a pitfall. Now, to cancel the same effect of the C, You need a whole lot, you know, to cancel the effect of that sea. <laughs> you see that the, the way you fall easily, you don't rise that easily. It takes a whole lot more. So recovery is always very difficult. I don't know if I'm preaching something. So it takes a process. It takes what? 
That is something that should be affecting everyone who is in Ghana. The believer has a different economy. Yes, but that economy is still within the bigger economy of the earth. And we assess our economy by faith. And use it within the secular economy. So there are a few things we need to understand. That when money fails, our mentality should shift to a rulership mindset. It should shift. How does how must it shift? When money starts failing and economy starts crumbling, last week we learned that you must learn to manage resources. And then you should have a rulership mindset. And I want to show you how Joseph, you know, projected that rulership mindset. Because normally when things start happening like this, believers, instead of developing a rulership mindset, start developing a mediocre mindset. We start developing... Um, uh, you know, a weak mindset, a failure mindset, instead of the covenant mindset that the believer must develop. In Genesis 47, verse 19 and 21, watch it. The people of Egypt started coming to Joseph for their food, and in fact, his brethren from other country, Canaan, just were coming for food and supplies and all of that. Then they came again. There, wherefore, shall we die before thine eyes, both we and our, our land? Buy us and our land for bread. And we and our land will be servants unto Pharaoh. And give us seed that we may live and not die. That the land be not what? Desolate. 20. And Joseph bought all the land of Egypt for Pharaoh. For the Egyptians sold every man his field. Because the farming prevailed over them. So the land became Pharaoh's. 21. I love 21. And as for the people, he removed them to cities from one end of the borders of Egypt, even to the other end thereof. The man was in charge. Once the famine ravaged the whole land, Joseph became in charge. He developed that rulership mentality that if you don't have food and you have land and you have your body, you have whatever, and you, you love food, I have been positioned here by the covenant of Jehovah that I should have. And the believer always has. We always have resources in Christ. We always have favor. That will make us go out there and our result will be better than people who don't have God. Is God talking to somebody here? So, you, you always have to count on your heavenly reservoir and resources to have this rulership mindset that the people of the world, because of the failing of the money and the crumbling of the economy, they will come to you. They will come. The Bible says that nations will come to us. They will come to us. They will come. But you see, they don't come to you until you assert yourself as one. Yes. It is difficult for anyone to say that I have a property I want to sell. Would you buy? If you are 
posturing and 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 showcasing yourself as somebody who eats from the refuse dump. No one comes to you with that kind of you know possibility. Are you here? Because for the Christian, you don't even buy land with money in your pocket. Joseph did not buy land with money in his pocket. He bought it because God put him there. Are you here at all? He bought, Bible says, I can't buy without money. You buy by faith. So, posture yourself in such a way that things will come to you because God has even designed that in the moment where money is failing, in the moment where economies are failing, People must come to you. Come on now. Are you sure you are here? And when people come because God sent them your way, God will give you what it takes to be able to rule. Because the whole thing here is for us to have rulership on behalf of God. Yes. The people came and they said that, look, we are hungry. Our land is there. Our animals are hungry. Should we and our land die? Buy us. <laughs> by us. That's a rule over us. We have come to submit ourselves. Remember that this guy had a dream. And he saw 11 stars. And the moon bowing to him. He also saw sheaves in the field bowing to him. Those sheaves represented his brethren. Who came and bowed to him eventually. Then in Egypt, he saw the star and the moon. You know, so even his father misinterpreted that dream. But the star and the moon that he saw was showing him elements that were together forming the Milky Way or the galaxy. And he was saying that now from the sheep level from your local field, I'm taking you to a global status. Where you are going beyond the boundaries of your country. I'm making you a... Now, if you read Deuteronomy chapter 33, when the, uh, Moses was blessing Joseph, he said that Joseph eh, he shall be a fruitful bow. And his branches will go over the wall. So, it clearly was showing that this guy will not operate within the confines of his local or, you know, origin, original country. He was going to go beyond the borders of where he was born. Are you here at all? That's why when he was being a dada bee in his father's house, God had to find a way to throw him out of that country. Because the prophecy did not allow him to be a local champion. Are you here at all? I, I see you bearing fruit beyond the walls of your village. And of Accra and of, your, of this country and of this region in the name of Jesus. We are about to enter into some deep zone path. Christians don't have a mind. You see, as we are talking right now with the economy crumbling, there are some secular people who have some resources. They are thinking about how much space and influence they are going to have before the economy recovers. Yes. They know that properties will come to them at very, very, very ridiculous prices. They know. And so they are even going to send some people out to start asking for whether some things they were chasing 10 years ago, they said they won't sell. Whether they are now available for sale. Is that not so? It's a simple, simple something. How come unbelievers know that and they are ready and we are never ready? 
And the people who are ready and they go in that direction, they are the ones who rule. Yeah, they are the ones who rule. You will rule some. A believer must have that mind. We are afraid to talk about these things in church. Why should we talk about it? A believer must have this mind. I'm telling you. A believer. Believers must own things. Must employ people. The people said, buy us. We want to become your slave. Buy us. That mindset, if I'm able to preach that mindset alone, I'll be okay. The farming that is going on, I mean, the planting that is going on, many believers are not interested. They are not interested in farming. It's unbelievers who are farming. All the commercial farmers in this country, 90% of them are unbelievers. I mean, by our definition of a believer and unbeliever. Are you here? We are not interested. We are not. So, we will continue to be ruled over. And you see, the Bible, eh, it does not favor anybody. The Bible, it favors God's people who are ready to be obedient and follow the principles. And because it doesn't favor anybody, the Bible says that it is possible for strangers or slaves to rule over royals. Yes. It's possible. So, because God is not going to force it on anybody. So, if you have the covenant working for you, and you are not ready to execute it, you are not ready to implement it, you are not ready to enforce it, something else will enforce it on you. Are you here at all? Tell somebody that you don't need money in your hands. All you need is your faith. That during this economic hardship time, me too, I'll be able to buy a land. I'll be able to buy a house. I'll be able to purchase something. I'll be able to enter into some business space. In Jesus' name. So, the, the rulership mentality is start from now. There's a time to go in. There's a time to go in. There's a time to go to the villages. Yeah, to go to the Nkranzas and to go to wherever, where there are Hectares of land for farming. This is, everywhere is hard. So when you go, there's a time if you have a car to go and look for some chief around. In this area, some people when they see car, they will not measure the land. They will throw stone wherever the stone reaches. It's, 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 your, it's, it's your land. Are you here at all? Yeah, and this is the time. This is the time that you have to come out of that car and step into the land. Because you know that their taste for car at this point in time will be higher than it used to be. Boy. And that means that one small car can get you a land in a very prime area. It will even beat your mind. It will be too true that you think it is fake. Hmm? If, in fact, when the people came to Joseph that we and our land buy us, ha, he was surprised. Ha, ha. In fact, when we go down, you see that he bought them and released them. Because he was just wondering, ha, how 
will you, but whether you like it or not, that's what's going to happen. Hello? Tell somebody that have a rulership mindset. Have a mind that this is the season. That you do, you are going to be on top. You are going to be on top. This is the season. This is the season. This is the season. A lot of people will be selling their properties for cheap. But the hardship will be too much. Money will lose value. Rulership mindset. Sometimes when I see I'm talking to Christians the way we talk. It's like we, ne- we don't see our explosion anywhere, anytime near. It's in some long term. In some future. That will never, that future sometimes even beyond the rapture. Wow. Someone say, I shall rule. One more time. Say, I will rule. I will rule. Say, this economic crumbling is not my portion. My portion is different. Alright, so you see clearly that the people said, that, buy us and buy our land. I want to show you that the patriarchs had a culture of buying lands. The patriarchs. Not only Joseph. But Abraham had a culture of buying land. Genesis 49, 29 to 32. Genesis 49. Now let's run. Genesis 49, 29 to 32. And he charged them. And said unto them. I am, I am to be guarded unto my people. Bury me with my fathers in the cave. That is in the field of what? Ephron. The Hittite. 30. In the cave that is in the field of Machpelah, which is before Mamre, in the land of Canaan, which Abraham bought with the field of Ephron the Hittite for a possession of a barren place. Who bought it? Abraham bought it. Tell somebody, Abraham bought a land. So it's not a sin for you to buy a land. Especially this time. What did he even buy the land for? For a cemetery. People started buying land for things. Nobody today. He bought the land for a future use. He even bought a land for a a use that he will not be alive to witness. Bury me here. Boy. Some believers, they said, no, no, no. No, heaven is my home. Heaven is my home. But you have not gone. Tell somebody, ask somebody, have you gone? This world is not my home. Why are you in a hurry to go? Like, why? 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 Your treasures are there. Somewhere beyond the word blue. Boy. We are here. Jesus said, occupy till I come. <laughs> Jesus said what? Occupy till Tell somebody that. Before you go to die your home, this is your workplace. Make sure you are fruitful here. Occupy here. They had the culture of buying lands. Did we read up to 32? Yeah, in 32. The purchase of the field And of the cave that is therein was from the children of Heath. He bought it from some people. Abraham. Culture. Chapter 50 verse 13. When Joseph was going to bury Jacob. 
Jacob said, go and bury me in that land that Abraham bought. He says that, for his sons carried him into the land of Canaan and buried him in the cave of the field of Machpelah, which Abraham bought with the field for a possession of a burying place of Ephron the Hittite before, before Mamre. Abraham bought, Bible is emphasizing the fact that Abraham bought the land. Yes. David bought a land. The man said, you can take the land. He said, no, I want to buy the land. You know, these people had a culture of buying lands. And we come from them. I would say at least we, we are connected to Abraham one way or the other. Galatians chapter 3. You are connected. Praise the Lord. So if your great, 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 great used to buy land. And the latter glory shall be greater than the former. Ah, we should be buying. When money fails, you must own land. Praise the Lord. Come on now. Are you sure you are here? This man say, I'm not finishing today or tomorrow. Because some of us are waiting till we grow before we own a land, we own a house, we own a car, you own a business. You tell yourself, oh, I'm still young. You, you, that is it, you are young. You, that is it, yeah, you are young. How young are you? You are not young. You are not young. Boy. Once you pass 18 in this country, you are not young again, no? Yes. Even it's coming down. Yes. It's coming down to, it's now around 16. You're not young again. Anybody who can give birth is not young. That they would, yes, now. Beth gives you responsibility. When you have a baby, will you be crying? I'll be young. I'll be young and I have a baby. Ooh. Once your baby will be crying, how you find food? It's not a matter of age, oh. Is God talking to somebody here at all? Yes. One guy in our teens chapel. He thought he was fooling around, exercising his waist. Left, right, center. By the time he knew, he has impregnated one girl. One girl. When he now saw the year, no, no, he can impregnate. He now ran out of town. He didn't know that he had grown. He was still praying like a child. Not knowing that his inside has grown. And could impregnate a girl. Are you here at all? Whether you know or not, boy, if the inside has grown, you have grown. The inside was mature enough to impregnate a girl. His mind was telling him, I'm still a young girl. I'm still a no, 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 no. The, the inside don't understand young or old. The inside, ah. <laughs> the inside was a sniper. <laughs> Shooting with precision. You line up three. It's going to blow two and a half. If not other three. 
That's how we are. We are always lying to ourselves that I, I'm young, I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not old, I've not grown. Blah, blah. But the thing is that whether you believe it or not, you are there. You have grown up. I'm telling you. When I see, you see, women, their case is different. Yeah. Yes. When I see men accumulating years and not settling down for family, job is on ground, not settling down for family, blah, blah. I begin to wonder, wow. Charlie, are you a possible? to settle down quickly. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Anytime you will give birth, that child, eh? <laughs> Anytime you give birth, you are double the age of that child. Yes. If you give birth at 30, by the time your child is 30, you are 60. Anytime. Anytime you give her 20, by the time you are 40, your child is 20. So, this is how far you are in raising children. You know, some things can only stay up with statistics. Figures don't lie, numbers don't lie. Are you here at all? You're a man, you're a woman. Anytime, you see, if you like, check the age of your mother check, or your father. If you don't know your father's age, just like me now. If my father was alive by now, you'd be 80. Or something. Anytime you, you see that the, the time he gave birth to you, the distance is from where you are to where they are. You know, it's one matter. It's an equidistance. Don't, 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 you know, don't, don't, don't play with your life. You're a covenant head man. If you don't have a culture of buying properties, you will never have properties. And you will never have impact. And possibly you may become an evil person. Yeah, like Ahab. He was negotiating for a property. The guy said he won't sell because it's, it's a generational property. Then on Jezebel ball, he said, ah, Ahab, you two are weak, Papa. How can you be a king and you are even having discussion with this guy? He killed the guy and took the property. You see, you see, you see that if you don't develop the culture of buying, you, you it automatically be developing the culture of killing to possess. That's why some people want to kill some people. Some people are angry with their uncles, aunties. Why? Why did you not put my name in the will? Why did? I was told a story. This week I was told a story. I laughed. <laughs> yeah, a brother who was in a business deal with another brother. This one I know. And. He was making the other guy front. You know, fronting, fronting like he was a guy, man. But this our brother who is calm. He was the one just pushing the money, buy car, buy this, buy this, you know, selling here and there. And then the front, the fronting guy. Yeah. Yeah, he was a frontier. 
somewhere, somehow, this cool guy called for the vehicles and blah, blah, blah. A few, like two weeks or so, 10 days, the fronting guy died. When the fronting guy died, his brothers and the rest, you know, they were nice with this cool man who was really the financier. Not knowing that they have ideas, so. One day, they called him to the police station. They were making demands that it is, they, their brother had like eight or so commercial cars plus some private cars. And it's with him. That is for their brother. Meanwhile, he had all the documents to show that the things were his. They went to the police station. They were talking, 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 talking. When long and short, it came out that the things were his, you know. He said, what shocked him is the uselessness of those people. <laughs> that the brother was not even buried, though. The one who took the matter to the police station was wearing his shoe, his shirt, his this. The phone he was using was the phone he was using. I'm sure they looked at the fronting properties and they killed him thinking they will inherit something. So on that day when they realized that, oh, not knowing that our brother that we thought he was resembling something he had not assembled. <laughs> they have wasted bullet. <laughs> yeah. They killed him for nothing. They thought they were going to kill him to get something. They just, they just realized that if they knew that the things were not his, I'm sure they wouldn't have killed him. They have just killed him for nothing. So that's what happens when you don't develop the culture. <laughs> Useless. May you never be that person in Jesus' name. Stop saying, stop using your gender as an excuse. You know, I will marry a great man. I will marry a, I will marry, you will marry something. You will mar Look, if you don't have value, you will never attract value. Stop all this thing that as if you will marry you, you are taking your baller self to go and marry somebody with heavy self. No, it's not happening that way. Make sure that you yourself, there is value in your life that you are bringing to the table. That's, that's where the assessment is now. I'm feeling this, you know. You see, sometimes you wonder what makes some tough men marry some girls you call celebrities on social media or you call, how do you call them, slave queens, they are not moral, blah, blah. No, no, no. The thing is that they are bringing value to the table. They know how to bring the value to the table. Yes. They got things. Yeah. Some of them, they can increase with their network, they can just bring some quantum increase to a man's business. Are you here at all? You say you are here, you are shouting, you are insulting, you are using your godliness. Look, your godliness, dear, is good you have it. You can't.
can't use it to buy fuel in a fuel station. You can't even buy one gallon. It's good you have it, but know how to use it. Is God talking to somebody now? I mean, there are many things I got to say, oh, but I'm just taking my time. This covenant headman. Because, you know, you are a headman, but you are operating like a tail boy. Or a tail girl. I'm saying you'll be head only. You are the head so that you'll be ahead. Not to be behind or under. So I'm a woman, when I marry, you know, I will inherit some from my husband. <laughs> but who said your husband will even die before you die? <laughs> it's like you have planned it even before the marriage. <laughs> why, why do you wish for your husband to die before you? Yeah, you'll be talking and so that be careful so that when you, you are not there, your people will not come and misbehave. Who said that, that you will not go first? You're always thinking the man will go first. It's like you have a right to widowhood. boy. You will have your own in Jesus' name. This time of adversity, I say God is creating opportunities for you. Say God is creating opportunities for me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Please stop chasing this marriage thing like it is a trophy. This is the season for this thing is going to come. Some people, their mind will be on marriage. Oh, I need the marriage. I need a child. I need a whatever. When the opportunities even come, you see that you, you don't even, even if you see it, you don't see the value. When great opportunities come, you are, you are still waiting for that marriage, so you see that that thing will come and pass and go. 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 Hey. Open your eyes, oh. Do what? I can't hear you. Do what? I don't know. Am I preaching or I'm, I'm telling stories? When you're a covenant head man, if God can bless a man, he will bless a woman. Amen. Bible said there's neither male nor female in Christ. Neither male nor female. Your gender is not the issue. You must have an agenda. Your agenda must overcome your gender. Yes. For you to become something in this life. As a covenant head man, we are playing on the same playing field. Same classroom, same industry. Are you here? Same market. Or they sell the price of a good different from, to a man than they do for a woman. No. Value is the same. There's no gender disparity here. The market is so genuine and believes in equality that we all buy at the same price. Go to the filling station, 
They don't check who is driving the car. Where price is for. Same for a man, same for a woman. Is God talking now? Stop chasing things that only God can bring you. And receive the ones he has brought you now. Tell somebody, receive. Say, pray and open your eyes. And receive the one he just brought you. Stop chasing the one in the bush. Look at the one he just brought you. Uh, clap your hands and bless the Lord. Hey. I have a lot to say, man. Boy. Time is up. We can push a little, right? Are you sure? <laughs> Covenant head, man. This time, when everywhere is drying up, melting down, secure yourself in things as God brings them to you. Praise the Lord. Number, the second thing you will do having this rulership mindset is that you must be thinking shares and part ownership than one-time payment. What should you be? How should you be thinking? Shares, shares and what? Part ownership or partnerships than one-time payment. Some people never think like that. In a volatile world, if you can't own the whole, you must own some part. Praise the Lord. So when these people brought their lands to Joseph, he took them, and he even took the, the men on top on behalf of Pharaoh. And look at chapter 47, verse 23 to 24. Chapter 47, Genesis 47, 23 to 24. He said, then Joseph said unto the people, behold, I have bought you this day and your land for Pharaoh. He bought what? He bought the people and what? Their land. For Pharaoh. He said, Lo, here is seed for you, and ye shall sow the land. Next verse, please. He said, and it shall come to pass in the, in the increase that ye shall give the fifth part unto Pharaoh. And four parts shall be your own for seed of the field that is to plant again, and for your food, and for them of your households, because labor came from there, all right? And for food for your little ones, for your family. So here, he's just saying that in this time where economy is collapsing and all of that, you need to just think about sharing risk with people. And don't just be taking somebody who says, something has come up now, he's immediately, I'm coming, coming, I'm coming, be thinking that I want to be a shareholder here. Imagine if you were a shareholder with the Zoom app. Or a shareholder in Facebook now. TikTok. Look at TikTok. TikTok came just last three days. Look, look, look at it. Even you at midnight, you will still be TikTok inside. 
I take tokens. Imagine. Imagine. When Uber came. Imagine. Imagine. If you have small shares there. Imagine. Sometimes opportunities come for us to invest. You, you have to go in early. And maybe pull out. When it is becoming hijra hijra. They call it noise in the market. Yeah. Noise and shocks. Am I talking here at all? We would sit there. We would never have a party. You see, the real people would collect shares, would take this, blah, 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 blah. By the time we say we are going after our Christian prayers and fasting, because, you know, God just begins to say that. Why do you want to use power to deal with a wisdom matter? You are you are asking me. Now how? This evening when I was preparing to come, me and Evans were at the office. I said, Evans, bring that, that particular, and I mentioned the color of the dress. Two of them he was eyeing on. He said, are you going to wear that one? I said, Kai. How do you ask me that question? I said, bring the blue. Don't ask me if I'm going to wear the blue. I bring the blue now. That's how, you, that's, that's how we'll be doing. Something is working. We say it's working. Say, do you mean that thing is working? So we like to question what the answer has been given. We want to question it again. You need to have the shares. Think, think shares. Look at what this guy said. He said, I've bought you. I've bought your land. Now, go. Collect this seed. Go. Go and fill the land and farm the land. And he said, at the time of increase, because increase will come. This phase, it will pass. Oh, worse than this has happened before. This time will pass. And the increase will come. And he says that when the increase comes, bring a fifth part to me or to Pharaoh and take one part as a seed to, how do you call it? Plow back. Yeah. Into the business. The rest for your family, your children, yourself, just hold yourself. Are you here at all? He was doing that kind of like 80-20 kind of principle. A fifth part simply means 20%. That's it. If you divide 100 by 5, 20, 20, 20. Some people, the ones they start talking maths, the head will begin to burn. You say, hey, fifth part is right in a day. And once you watch 100, move 5. He said, just give me, just give me 20%. And use 20%. So if you don't know how much you should save for yourself, at least 20% for the seed to go back. Eat the system. You will not be poor. But what do we do? We are not interested in buying shares. We can be around, around something, around, around. We just want it one. Yeah. Be a part owner. Be a what? You like OTP too much. One time payment. One time payment. Cash down. Send me the I'm a cash woman. Everything. Cash, 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 cash. When I see it. Sometimes it will not be cash, 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 cash. 
Own a part of something. Are you here at all? Be a partner. Yeah. In Luke chapter 5, when Jesus met them at the seaside, and they said they had fished all night, they caught nothing. Jesus said, I cast your net here. Bible says that they enclosed so much fish. And what did they do? The Bible said they started calling those people with the boat that they are partners that they should come and help them carry the harvest. Even at that, they still had losses. They are net break. So imagine if the other boat were not called to come and help them carry. They would, maybe they would have lost all the fish. They would have sunk. In church, Christians, ah, Christians, you see people, you see the unbelievers, they'll be at Holiday Inn, they'll be at Marriott, they are, they are just planning on, what's my share? What's my share? Are you here at all? What's my share? Share, 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 share. Christian, yeah. To be proud, what Man, let me give you 100,000. So, wow, he comes and give a testimony. At the weekend, we are at the Marriott. We're having a meeting. No, me need the crowd. Me share and say, Madame Foba could be one money, 100,000. Me tell me title, I'm a teacher, and I'm a ball past the seed of Pompey, mommy. Anyway, we, what do you need? I do need Like giving unnecessary testimonies. Where a testimony? Akwane wusa di ene beye wa ma 100k adi ekulu asia kachengo fon so ono ukra no ma yewe no no 202020 ne di 40 because wa sorto da 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 otu wana we ento atua se shenya mi favor nyami hu hu yi no meninda e minaminio ko bana minaminio bue 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 Get shares in the matter. Are you here at all? Get shares. When you have a product, a rich man wants it. Don't sell to the rich man. So a rich man, take 80. Just give. Because you don't have the power to scale up. You don't have the power to, I mean, enter into some economies of scale in the production and all of that. They have it. Take it. Just give it. Even if it's 5%, 10%. Eh? There is something. Or Charlie, collect some small money, you go trouble and maintain some heavy percentage. Are you here at all? People don't like that. People don't like that. No, 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 no. Tiana will develop an app, man, for. You don't retain any part of it. But Shine is an app in a blow. I feel that when I'm now young to a two up and I'm gonna develop with you. Huh, Allah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my mom and dear radio mobile. Side idea with me. I mean I pitched the I pitched the idea with him. I pitched any cousin saying. We are to a two. Tell somebody. Take shares and part ownership. Don't be always interested in one-time payment. Yes. I'm preaching this thing. 
you are doing something for someone, you see that it's a major part of their business. Just say, okay, I'll do it for free, but just give me 2% of this. Maybe that thing that you are doing is a hobby for you. Like you are, maybe you are designing, you are branding for the person, blah, 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 blah. Use that. How much money? Every week they give you 100 Ghana. Every week they give you 100 for some design you are doing. You think it's, it's it says that once I have that constant flow, 400 CDs a, a month, it's constant flow. Why? You know, it's the same now. Yes, sir, I was here in Marpel. That is the same. Sir, I was here in Marpel. It's not my fault. The girls, they like me. It's not my fault. The girls say, no, they are wasting you. The witches have had hand over you. Say, me won't fair. Yeah, me won't fair. Man, the pepper. Yes, sir, we are cool. Every day, you know, you are interested in how to shape your beard and all of that. It's, it's like you are not serious. And you'll be desiring that I wish I had hair by the side of my cheek like this person has. And can come more. Yes, I will see a pill. Covenant headman. Hey! We don't have that mind of sitting down with big boys who see out as small girls and boys and saying that, boss, let's talk figures. Let's talk percentages. We don't, like we don't have that mind. We don't even have that self-esteem. We don't have that boldness. We don't have that wisdom. Even if we have, we are, we are so weak. We are not used to, you know, we are not used to. Having that kind of conversation. It's a serious matter. There are some people where if you are you marry you marry them and you say, Oh, let's go and buy a land. Deal. The men, eh? Some of them can delay you sad till their mother dies. It's not in them. It's not in them. No drive. No drive. And the time they are ready to drive, everywhere is finished. There's traffic. <laughs> By the time they are ready to drive, there's what? Traffic. And one day I preach one message like that. Hey man, met me at the door. He held my, my tie and my shirt. He said, why? Pastor, why? Why? I said, what have I done? The, the protocol wanted to come in, so, but I realized that even though he was very hysterical, he was not going to hurt me. He said, why? 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 I said, I said, could I? I said, no, 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 no. Why didn't you come here early? Why? You came when we have wasted ourselves. Why? See, I know why I went down. I know. Why did it come any? You are here. I'm preaching here. You, are, you know, as I'm preaching like this, 
this, I can see some people, they say that I can But some people, too, it's still play for them. It's still play. It's like, oh, yeah, but I swear, Pastor, you're to me, my man, just have me Pastor can make me laugh. He, he's very humorous. I'm, I'm, I'm not an antidepressant for you. I'm not, I'm not a comic relief for you. I'm not, I'm not a stre- stress reliever for him. I'm just, it's a serious matter we are dealing with here. So as you laugh, no, know that the main stay of what God is telling you is clear. It's clear. Oh, if care is not taking one day, you meet me at a car park. Two years from now. And you hook me and beat me. And why is it that when I preach, you know, I didn't follow you to your house to make sure that you were doing what I preach? Now, no, I've become town council, taskmaster. Tell somebody, wake up, wake up. I can't hear you. Tell somebody, wake up, wake up. Wake up, wake up. Tell somebody, it's time to be a shareholder. Part owner. It's time, it's time to be a part owner. Shareholder. But some guys here, they started work not too long from now. Then, just about the time they were they gave them their probation, whatever. They are not even made them permanent. They said they were, the company was just doing some property, something, 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 something. With what they were saying, he's confused because if he sees the, what is coming up, I said, you can't be confused. You can't be confused. Even the people who have, they are collecting. They are collecting. Even if they would take all your salary and use it, of course, when you are not married, you are eating from your mother's kitchen. You'd rather stay there two more years and you own a house or a land and it will be more valuable than whatever you have eaten from your mother's kitchen. It will appreciate. I say, I say even if it will half your salary or take 75%, collect. If you don't own properties here, you are not part of the race. I'm telling you. You are not part of anything. If, if you are a tenant, if, look, if your landlord just says, come today, my brother, my free And every landlord decides that they want to collect their property. Well, you, some of you will be standing on the road. You will become a statue. Yes. Since we didn't create one for you. You know, it's from today, no. Virginia, I say, I'm going to start you by myself. I'm going to start you. Tell somebody, I hope God is talking to you. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Every generation, there's always property for us to own. Yes, Psalm 125. It says that God will not cause the scepter of the ungodly to rest on the land allotted to the righteous. There is always an allocation for the righteous. Every generation. Always. 
Always. All, look, they started buying land. Nobody today. Land has never finished. Has it finished? There's so much I want to say. There's so much I want to say. But we need to close now. I don't understand even why you want to spend all your money doing wedding. It's Instagram, eh? You need pictures for Instagram. Then you now write, share, 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 share. Share my pictures. Instagram vendors. They said, no, he, 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 if, you, if, if, if you look at me, <clears throat> this wedding dress, is it, is it my class? You have class, Papa. Wait, is it class two or class five? P5 or Montessori? Like, what class? Oh, yeah, class prefect. What is it? When I was marrying, everything was paid for. My marriage. If I was the one paying everything, even the one that I was paying, the money was given to me by someone. I remember in Nigeria, Port Harcourt, Sunday there was a man here. He, I went to preach for the lady that was church. When I closed, he invited me to his house. He had meeting with me from 10 p.m. to about 2 a.m. What was the bone of contention? He wants to pay for the wedding and I said, no. I want to use my own money to marry my wife so that I will know that I married myself. That was the contention. I will pay for it. I said, no. You don't have that opportunity. Still, you want to go and blow the little you have. Why? He said, so what should you do? I said, come for the wedding. When you come, the gift table will be there. I said, if I were the one to pay for my wedding. Oh. I just go do marriage counseling. Do everything. They do the customary one. After that one, pastor's office. Sunday we come wear our routine, something like this. Blessing. I'll cry. Like this Sunday coming, it's a celebration Sunday now. After that, now, this, my dress that's looking like a dinner dress. We just be doing, the, the lady will be wearing something. We come here. We'll be, hey, blessing be blessing. Whether you are wearing a rukotoku, whether you are whatever you are wearing, it's just a blessing, blessing you go. The, the dress and the fanfare doesn't add any spiritual value to anything. You want to blow your investment. There are important things in this life. Oh. And a wedding picture is not one of them. A wedding cake is not one of them. Who remembers your wedding cake? Or your wedding dress? Or your wedding picture? It's for your own. Keep it important. Do you, you, you crumble your wedding because you don't remember a lot of things. Charlie? 
Vendors are worried there. Eh? <laughs> Don't worry. Where your food money will come from? It will come by fire by fire. Boy. You want to just kill yourself. You see that? By the time you use all the money to do the wedding, uh, at the wedding, uh, then somebody with the chalet. After the wedding, I won't tell you something. Oh. So, Charlie, Charlie, Madam, Sean, what we have to Charlie? My boss is he, selling this thing. He won't relocate to Canada. Just they sell this thing. You go buy them. Maybe you and Madam Gofi move go there. You, start, you see that? All the calculation will start in your head like Wall Street. Wall Street. Come on, come on. You see that? Scannership. Blow man. You know, church people are funny people. Even when we tell them that, oh, our media, they are there to cover for you, you know, and blah, blah, as long as you are doing it here for free, they will still go and hire people. They will dress some way, come and stand here, do some amateur videos. I will be wondering, hi, what a mind. Now, wow. Okay, oh. Please, let's rise there. I'm not done with this matter. This matter. Shaibu. Oh, I should drop the matter. This lady and she came to me. She said, Oh, she wants to do a something, something scriptures for the I said, Go do it. Do it. Stop. Every time the thing will be in incubation state. Oh, you are praying, praying, praying. As far as God is concerned, He just passed you the green light a long time. And every time I'm waiting for the Lord. I'm waiting for the Lord. I'm waiting for the Lord. You, you are waiting for God. He has come and passed and gone a long time. I'm still waiting. But now I'm at the edge. Right now, some of you, when we see, we don't know whether you are old or young. You say, people, a people, M. You are melting yourself so that we think you are young. <laughs> Sister? Brother? Kitwebian, so. I have to start your journey now. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, and Joseph was 30. 30 years. Next week, God willing, I'm going to show you. Listen, even how to transfer this covenant headship to the next generation. Wow. Now it's one matter here. 
Joseph is a very nice example for this particular time we are in. Oh, nice pa. I believe that you and I, are you happy you came to church? Saturday is prayer by fire, by tender. Today I wish we could pray, but I think the word is okay. It's okay. We take the communion, we go. As you are there, oh, you are sleeping on the bed, oh. Anybody make noise in your house? Hey! <laughs> My mind is set. It's set. The clock is set, and I need it to be in a particular angle. Stop making noise. Stop making noise. <clears throat> Some of you are using hair dye <laughs> to deceive yourself. You are deceiving yourself that you are still not growing. Listen. You can't cheat in a child. No matter what you 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 we are here. <laughs> we are here. But I trust God that God has spoken to somebody today. Praise the Lord. Say this is my time. And I'm going to blow in the name of Jesus to the glory of God. You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-116-168. Or 0277-532-360. Join us on Sundays at 7 a.m. for the first service, 9.30 a.m. for the second service, and 11.30 a.m. for the third service. On Wednesdays at 6 p.m. for our midweek and communion service. And on Saturdays at 6.30 a.m. for our morning flavor prayer services. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.